This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. Welcome to People Talk. People Talk is about getting ahead at work, becoming a leader, establishing your personal brand, and motivating yourself and those around you. Hosted by Angela Hall, who has decades of experience working in the field of human resources, you can expect lively discussions about topics like workplace politics, dealing with difficult employees and clients, creating an inclusive workplace, and jump-starting your career. Here's your host, Angela Hall. Hello, and welcome to another episode of People Talk. People Talk is where we talk about things related to life, at work, um, balancing work and life. Um, careers, and just how you getting by. These are hard times. Um, 2020, 2021, they've been crazy. And we've all had to learn how to adapt. And things that were considered to be normal and acceptable before um, aren't. And uh, things that were considered to be unacceptable before are kind of been normalized. Some of it's some good, some of it's bad. And one of the things that I wanted to talk about today is about the old adage of the customer is always right. Well, I want to challenge that. Is the customer always right? We'd like to talk about the um, anecdote. And, you know, I've taught um, MBAs for years, and then I've been teaching masters of HR students for a while now, for about nine years. And We talk about um, the Nordstrom's adage where someone in, this was like, I don't know, 50, 60, 70, 80 years ago, went to Nordstrom's and tried to return some tires. And the person there said, um, um, uh, no, sir, we don't, we we can't accept these tires. And then his boss overheard him and said, no, 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 no. Okay, how much did you spend for the tires? And the person said, Oh, well, I spent, you know, X pound a dollar. So the manager opened up the cash register and gave the person the money for the tires and the person left. And then the um, clerk said to the manager, oh, Nordstrom's doesn't sell tires. And so the, per- the manager said, yeah, I know that. But, you know, the customer is always right. And so it made me kind of think about, is the customer always right? We're seeing a lot of times now where um, people who are especially frontline workers are being called to do things that they have never been asked to do before. Never in a million years did they think that they would be asking people to wear a mask or to social distance or um, you know, follow like certain types of protocols just in order to do business with their employer. We've seen violence escalate against people. Um, frontline workers. We've seen um, businesses being boycotted because they don't want people to have masks, um, uh, you know, in the in their restaurant. And you know, I'm going to put it out there. I am pro mask. I'm pro vaccine. Maybe I shouldn't have an opinion on my podcast, but yeah, I do. Um, I'm I stand on the side of science, and so I'm. I really have um, a um, a special empathy for these frontline workers, many of whom, I mean, they really need those jobs. Um, And what they are experiencing when they have to do that. And I've been very happy overall 
because I've seen that um, even though, I mean, it's horrible anytime a frontline worker has to experience that type of abuse. It's great that you've seen these trends where when they have to enforce mask mandates, how um, their employers have been generally having their backs. Um, those are the stories you see mostly reported um, when there have been altercations between employees and customers about that. And I think that's a really good time to fire uh, a customer to say, hey, you know, uh, we don't want your business if you can't act right. Because when you don't, it makes it look as though you don't have your um, employees back. I like to think about it as the situation where I have a big brother. Um, he's amazing. His name is Eustace and he's uh, several years older than I am. And um, when I was little, I used to always say to him, when I grow up, I'm going to be just your size and I'm going to, I can beat you up. Um, that didn't happen. He's still quite a few uh, inches taller than I am. But I used to love it that if some kid were bullying me or giving me a big problem, my brother Eustace would, you know, he would have my back. He would always support me. And that's how it is when you feel when you are uh, an employer, you uh, employee, you want to know that your employer has your back. And if you don't, you can become demotivated. Um, you can have uh, you can uh, have reduced engagement, lower job satisfaction. And so it's in those it's I really like to underscore about the type of support employees need uh, during these types of situations, including um, you know, seeing their managers, their, their supervisors say, hey, you know, um, we, um, we don't want your business. There are other times, too, when you need to fire a client. Like, for example, um, when that, um, that, in, uh, that client is, for example, threatening or harassing uh, a, uh, another client or your customer, that's a time when, of course, they have to go. Even the mental abuse, right? Um, you know, sometimes people do some things which are like really, I mean, they're almost up to the line, but they don't cross the line. If you're, if people are making your employees feel uncomfortable, you really need to, um, you know, err on the side of supporting your customers, I'm sorry, your employees, rather than the customers, because, you know, customers will come and go, but you will hope that you have your, um, your uh, employees over the long term. Also, I, uh, times to think about uh, firing that customer is when they are showing that they're being unreasonable, they're making unreasonable demands. Um, we like to say um, in the management literature, uh, when someone asks for, well, just one more thing, can you just add one more thing? Can you just make this little change? When someone, you think that the deal is done, but they're always asking you to, to make a change or have a, um, a throw in a freebie. And I know I'm not saying that you're supposed to be inflexible, not at all. But a lot of times that is um, displaying the behavior where they're being manipulative and they knew going into it that they're going to ask you for these things, but they're not um, willing to do that until the, um, to the business has actually made some financial or, uh, or even emotional connect, uh, commitment to the customer saying, you know, they're counting on doing business with this customer, but the customer is kind of messing with their minds. Of course, 
This goes without saying. Another good reason when to hire um, to fire a, a customer is when they're not paying you. But you know, once again, in the, the the spirit of this is the pandemic, we need to cut people some slack, show them some grace. Um, you know, I don't think that you should just immediately cut off a customer because they don't pay you. I mean, you should try to talk with them, have a meeting with them, especially if there's a long-term customer or client and uh, think about maybe alternative payment arrangements, having them pay in kind, um, do other things where they can pay off that, uh, that, that debt to you in some uh, other type of way. Um, and I really think about that too, um, as a licensed attorney, I know that um, the bar really doesn't like when we sue our, our, our clients for not paying us. Um, they think that that is, um, it doesn't look good for attorneys to do that. Um, so, um, I, and I used to think, well, that's kind of weird. But, you know, as I've gotten older and wiser, I'm uh, beginning to see, I'm seeing the logic in that. I'm seeing a lot, lot of logic in things as I get older and wiser. Um, it's very important um, to think about if the customer is adding things that will make the price of doing business more expensive for you. And, you know, this is one of the time when um, you need to talk to your attorneys as well. If you have a, a contract and you feel that, you know, the price of, um, of, of being able to complete that contract track has gone up exponentially because of, um, uh, you know, it costs a lot more to build the product, make the product, provide the service. You know, it could be um, because of, of the pandemic. Uh, it's hard to get supplies. Then there are a legal recourse in, 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 in it's the notion of impossibility, um, which means that it's very, very difficult or impossible for you able to comply. And you may be able to uh, break or at least modify a contract um, so that you are not left having to uh, follow through on a project, um, even though you um, it will be at a great financial disadvantage for you to do this. Um, that being said, Anytime you set, make a contract with a customer or client, um, you are assuming some risks that the market will change. And so when you do that, you really need to think about, um, you really need to think about the idea of, um, you know, I have to build in that factor, what would happen if the market changes and uh, build that in when you're thinking about cost. Another reason that you may want to fire a customer or a client is because they're expressing views or doing business in a way which is just not compatible with the values that your company um, wants to um, express uh, or they've adopted. For example, I know that certain um, um, uh, film production companies stopped making um, uh, films in particular states because they had laws that they think weren't progressive towards civil rights. 
um, that's an example where someone might not want to continue that relationship with a customer um, because they may have some type of view that they're espousing publicly or privately that you feel really is at the antithesis of what you believe um, uh, an organization should really do. Another reason why you might want to fire a customer is that, you know, it is just becoming to the point that the customer is never, never, never happy. There's some people that you can absolutely never satisfy, right? Um, and it just for your sanity, for the sake of or the sanity of your employees, it's better to just say, you know, we're just going to pass on this one. Um, rather than um, continue with the relationship. But think about that when you are firing a customer or client, that um, you have confirmed that you have uh, exhausted all of your other options. And the reason why I say that is, you know, it might be easy for you to say, well, oh, Angela Hall said just to go fire our customers and they become a little bit difficult. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it is not a failure that after you have considered the options and realized that, hey, I really can't, um, I really don't think our organization should continue this relationship, whether it's a type of a customer who's making a small purchase, like someone coming into your restaurant um, or a, a client that you've had for a while who's um, you know, uh, being difficult or they are harassing or treating your employees with um, some level of disrespect. So one of the first things though, when you're thinking about um, firing someone is to first of all, confirm that you've exhausted all the options. Like for example, have you spoken to the manager of the person who may be harassing your employees and say, you know, you need to discipline this person. Um, we don't want this person uh, involved or, or we don't want this person involved with our, um, with, uh, with our business, um, things like that, because they may not know that their representatives are doing things that are harmful to their business, that they're espousing these values, that they are acting in an inappropriate way. That's why it's also important to get everybody in the room. If you have like a long-term customer or client to talk about things. I don't mean a necessarily a person who is, um, of, uh, uh, you know, being victimized, but I, and so they have to relive their victimization, but maybe have a meeting of the managers to really set up a time and kind of, you know, try to hash things out when um, someone is like a customer that's never uh, satisfied. You gotta think too about the long term. You gotta think about the long term. What does it mean when you um, fire this customer? Does it mean that you get a bad reputation in your industry for not following through with customers? On the flip side of it though, you know, um, a lot of organizations have been getting a lot of praise because they're taking what um, um, in the court of public opinion, people are thinking of as the moral high road. And if, if it, you know, if you are um, getting rid of customers or clients who are abusive or mean, um, that could go viral. And even if it doesn't go viral and you, and the video was on inside edition, it, um, it, it can also go viral, quote unquote, in the sense that people are putting things on Glassdoor and social media saying, yeah, this is such a great employer to work for, 
Um, you know, I was having problems with one of our customers or clients, and this customer or client was really abusive to me, and they had my back, and I really, really appreciate that. Um, the other thing, too, is you need to make sure that when you're firing uh, a customer that you communicate this with like the right person. You might not want to necessarily communicate it if someone is being abusive to one of your to employees, to specifically that person. You might want to communicate that with their boss or something like that. And then a, but you know, there are also those things, those times when you're dealing with frontline workers, where um, of course, if they're being abusive to the person when they are um, making their coffee, that the manager just steps in and says, "Hey, uh, you gotta go." I think part of that too is empowering um, customers to say, you know, not I should say employees to say, you know, the customer is always right you know, to kind of rethink that, that the customer is not always right. The customer is someone that we want to serve. We want to really make sure, you know, we love our customers. We think highly of our customers. Our customers are the best. We want to treat our customers number one, things like that. But um, know that you don't have any business without your employees. Um, um, I like to quote the work of um, uh, two really, really uh, great management scholars. One is Jay Barney, and Jay Barney says that um, the that the only way you can have sustainable competitive advantage is if you offer something that is rare, non-substitutable, valuable, and hard to copy. Um, after that, um, uh, Mark Husselid said that you know the only thing that really ticks all those boxes are your are the, your employees who work for you. Uh, meaning that you really have nothing without your employee, without your employees, um, that you might have that competitive advantage for now, but it might not be around uh, if you don't have the right people in there. You can always copy a process, you can always copy a product, but you can't, even in the context of having copyright and patent laws, there's always some next better type of technology, or and, and copyrights and patents uh, expire, but people... Uh, and the creativity that people have uh, and the culture that you have doesn't necessarily expire. I'm not saying that people don't die and move on, but if you build that culture within your organization, it will last people coming and going. Um, lastly, that I want to say is that when you fire a customer, you need to kind of um, communicate that sincerely, directly. You don't want to ghost your customer. That's the last thing you want to do. You want to be up uh, front and sincere. I know that they are um, a, um, a part, you know, the reason why you exist. I mean, you wouldn't not exist as in a way to be able to pay your bills without your customers. But remember, you wouldn't have people there to do that work if you don't have employees. Okay. So um, on that, I would like to end this episode of People Talk. I really appreciate you joining us. I know there's been a, a break and in the podcast, um, I'm gonna try to start uh, making sure that I get them out at least twice a month on Thursdays. And um, if you have any questions, issues, comments, even if you wanna be a guest on People's Talk, please feel free to um, send me an email at A-T-T um, as uh, in Tanya Hall, H-A-L-L, -L 
um, at msumichigastateuniversity.edu. Thanks a lot, and I hope you join me on my next episode. Thanks for listening to another episode of People Talk with Angela Hall. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with your friends and colleagues, and remember to subscribe to our show. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.